This is True Combo, your deep dive video game podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Driscoll, and today my guest is LaShaggy. Leanna, What's welcome up? to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. This is so rad. Thanks. Of course. Um, I started watching your stream whenever you first started. Thanks, man. Um, and then, like, I've been able to, like, tune in here and there, but, uh, you know, busy, has hectic schedules and stuff like that. But something that I have noticed is that you have a very active community. My community is um, so legit. Like, they're so supportive, and they're so kind, and... <laughs> They're always just like, oh, hey, Shaggy, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks, guys. You know, like, they're just, I think that's just, like, why I love my Twitch community is because they're so positive and, like, just so right. kind. But, yeah. You're like one yeah, of the it's OGs. Super, it's super cool what you've made. Um, like, such a, it's a such a, like, positive, wholesome community. And, you're, and you interact with your, with your viewers, like, all the time. Oh, um, thanks, one man. Of, one of my favorite, yeah, one of my favorite Twitch streamers for sure. Oh, thanks, man. That's yeah, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, instead of just like talking about what we're up to, let's talk about some video games. Hey. Um, so, what have you what have you been playing recently? What have you been getting into? All right, so I've been playing a lot of World War Z. Uh, it reminds me okay. a ton of Left 4 Dead, which I am like the biggest fan of. Uh, sure. You know, and also like. It's just really sweet, you know, plowing down some, like, zombie hills. Uh, Then I started recently getting back into ESO because elsewhere. um, But I was, like, MIA from that just because, like, breaking my arm kind of made it hard to play it. So so how did you break your arm? (laughs) Um, God, this is embarrassing. (laughs) I uh, was skating. And... You know, I thought I was a cool kid because I got a penny board and it had flames on the bottom. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm Tony Hawk in the making. And I got a little too, uh, I guess, cocky. Ambitious. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to talk on the phone when skating. And uh, yeah, I did that, fell off my board. And I was like, dude, I'm going to have to hang up. My arm hurts really bad. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that was great. My parents were like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was it was a great experience, but uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it happens. It happens to the best of yeah, us. I've yeah. been known to fall off uh, uh, my board before too. So yeah, dude, it feels bad. Uh, so this is gonna get me like a, some roasting, and I'm very well prepared for it. Uh, so I also play on like my PlayStation. And, uh, please don't hate me, but I have been playing Fallout 76 because I have fond memories of it because I played it a lot when I lived in China. It, like, gets me, like, entertained. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not the best game, but it definitely, like, keeps me entertained. Just, like, whenever I don't want to think, it's just, like, easy for, like, mindlessly playing. Um, but I also just completed the newest Tomb Raider, Shadow Tomb Raider, just because I, like, love her, you know? She's, like, so cool. Yeah, dude. But uh, other than that, Laura Croft is mom for sure. Oh yeah, she's like, I just want to be her. But um, other than that, I'm just trying to get into Monster Hunter World, and I guess just back into ESO, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, my my recent my recently played games are uh, much more limited, <laughs> just because like usually like whenever I don't know I just I find myself like stuck in the same game for a while like and by that I mean just like I just keep playing it over and over, and oh, over yeah. again, or like as much as I can you know and so um recently I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters it's the oh. only like traditional fighting game that like I've ever 
like been worth a damn at. So, Dude, <laughs> um, it sounds awesome. I, I love Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, I never thought that I'd really be one for like the like super fast paced uh, mega combo games and stuff like that. But like whenever it finally locks in, like whenever you finally get it, you get it, and it's like very rewarding. Dude, I want to. Um, oh, I want to play it. That sounds so freaking legit. It is really fun. I, I and like I said, I haven't had much in the ways of like traditional fighting games. Um, I played like Street Fighter whenever I was like a kid, <laughs> yeah. but you know that was just more like button mashing than anything yeah. else. Uh. Um, but besides that, I've also been playing the Beginner's Guide, mm-hmm. um, and this is this is from uh, Davy Reedon. He's the guy who made the Stanley Parable, hmm. um, and the Beginner's Guide is like an hour and a half, uh, and it's just like a guided narrative walking simulator, but I have just been like talking about this game nonstop to anybody who will listen because it's such a great experience. Um, like, I it, there's no way to really describe it and give it justice. Um, but like the core concept of the game is like, can you really get to know somebody just by playing their games or by experiencing their art? And what does it mean to do that? Like, oh. how much can you get out of that? Oh, dang, um, that's deep. Yeah, and like I said, it's only an hour and a half. The game's meant to be played all in one sitting. I did, and it was a great experience. It's really, really good. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Man, that's so deep. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a big difference than just like killing zombies, like what I'm usually doing. Right, yeah. And like um, I, a lot of the time it's hard for me to like get into games that are uh, more like emotionally like narrative driven just because I, I think that a lot of the time they're kind of – not that they're trying too hard, but it comes off as a little pretentious. Yeah. Um, but the beginner's guide does a really good job about it because it kind of like blurs the line between fiction and nonfiction. And like, you're not really sure what's real and what's not. And so it's like a, I don't know. It's like, it's almost like playing a really good book. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause usually like whenever I play video games, like I want to do something that I can't do like in real life. So like actually right. run a lot because in real life, my asthma would be like, nah, not happening. But you yeah. know, like when I play like Tomb Raider, it's like cool yeah. because I could never climb like walls like that. But you know, also just getting to like explore all the tombs and everything. And then World War Z, like, heck yeah. I love like shooting and blowing up zombies. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to like check that out though. Like, Dang, that actually kind of sounds like really cool. Yeah, it's it's super good. It's only like ten dollars on Steam, the beginner's guide. If anybody wants to check that out, I highly suggest you do. Nice. Um, so, I want to talk a little bit more about your stream and like the content that you create. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, um, what? When did you first like start getting into streaming? Uh, okay. So I think it was like February 2017. I was in college, and I remember I was in my like my uh, apartment or whatever, and I didn't really know much about Twitch, but I just remember like when I was like 16, watching like PewDiePie and all that, and being like, "Wow, I want to be like that." And right. so I, uh, I'm like really bad at coming up with usernames. Okay, like I'm not creative. So I texted my <laughs> friend. And I was like, "Hey, man, I need help like making a username," and she was like, "Hmm." Well, Shaggy, so like L.A. for Leanna and then Shaggy because that's like my nickname. My best friend's a dog. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm always hungry, you know. So I just was like, okay, like I'll give this a shot. And, uh, you know, obviously like I like <laughs> it was rough at first. And, I okay, I can't believe I, I've already told my stream this, but I'll tell you this too. 
So my first stream, I played Overwatch with my bros, and it was going great. And <laughs> I uh, been streaming for a while, and at the very end, accidentally farted, and it was definitely not silent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I had to uh, delete the stream. I was like, "Oh gosh!" And my friend was like, "Dude, why? Why did you delete it?" And I was like, "Oh man, it was it was just bad. It was bad, dude." And so, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like I. Uh, I don't know like I never really was thought it would go anywhere and uh but you know I enjoyed it I did it and I you know started to grow like you just if you're gonna start streaming like my biggest thing is like stay consistent um because right. that way people can find you um and like obviously like feel free to like stream different things but like I know for me and many other people like I mostly streamed ESO like Elder Scrolls Online and that's where a lot of people knew me like I even got to the point where I was doing a dungeon one day and someone was like oh like Shaggy from Twitch I was like yeah yeah that's me and they're like dude I've watched your stream and I was like oh dang thanks god now I gotta make sure I look decent in this dungeon and um (laughs) but you know like also like feel free to just like explore the waters a bit but you know if you're thinking about getting into streaming like just be yourself but also be really like just be nice you know like yeah uh whenever someone comes into my chat you know I try to make an effort to talk to them sometimes you know like I'll accidentally like you know skip over it but it was really cool and you know, I started growing on Discord, um, my server, mm-hmm. you know, like, it was popping a little bit, you know, and um, it was just really neat, like, getting to just meet new people, see my friends grow, so uh, I quit streaming there for a bit because I moved to China, and I right. came back, and one of my friends was, like, partnered or, you know, verified, whatever, and right. I was like, oh, dang, like, that's so legit, and so, um, you know, like since coming back from China this year, I got back into it and I was growing and I was trying to become like, uh, on the stream team of like ESO, but, um, you know, you have to have the numbers. So, like if you're an affiliate, you've got to know that like, there's a higher chance that, you know, like a partner or whatever is going to have like a better chance of becoming like on a stream team like that. You know, it's right. not because they're trying to be mean, it's just business. And so, um, you know, but like they do see that stuff and, you know, I always try to like go to events and communication and just like networking is so important in this business. Like, right. you know, if you're going to try to do that, like try to go to TwitchCon or, you know, try to get really involved in a community or a stream team. It doesn't even have to be like for the like game, but, you know, just like having that and having those people to help back you up is really important. Um, and I've had my fair share of like trolls or whatever. And after a while you just kind of ignore them or someone will be like, Oh, shaggy. You look like a man. You're so ugly. I'm like, <laughs> man, I tell you what, I, I'm looking pretty rough today, you know? And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, after a while, obviously it's going to affect you or, you know, you'll have someone who like spreads rumors about you. I dealt with that this year. Then that's never, ever fun, but just know, stick to like, stick to like what you know. And just ignore yeah. them, like, because they could be like, oh, man, like, Shaggy really hates dogs. But, like, what I know is that, like, I love dogs. <laughs> like, I love dogs, you know? And, uh, right. you know, if anyone actually watches my stream, they'll know that. But, I mean, that's not what the person was saying about me. But you just have to know yeah. that, like, you know, if your community really, like, supports you enough, they're going to back you up as well. And so it can be really overwhelming sometimes. And, uh, you know, I think... You just have to understand that, I don't want to say this and it sound bad, but 
uh, and I've, I've noticed this with our other streamers is that like, just know that you're not a therapist. And so when people come to you being like telling you all your problems, which happens a lot to streamers, uh, right. I, I like don't I don't know if you know that or not, but like it's it's a big thing, and so yeah, I, I I'm I'm not surprised by that just yeah. because like I uh, there's the kind of community that um it, that would frequent that kind of platform and try to find like that kind of connection through something that they're mm-hmm. passionate about too. Then yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, you know, like I I've just talked to like other streamers or whatever, and like it. It really kind of overwhelms streamers sometimes, and it's not like the streamers trying to be mean, but you know, I think if you're getting into this, just know that people will try to come to you with these things, but you just have to remember, like, you've got to keep yourself at like a mental, like, check, right. I guess. And so, but yeah, like you know, you just gotta do it because you never know unless you try. And so right. that's, um, like, it's really cool because with streaming, you can do, like, charity streams. So um, I did one a while back. Uh, it was for the end it movement to help, like, hu- like end human trafficking. Right. Um, because, like, you know, you've got a platform. Like, why not use it to tell yeah. people about, you know, something like this? And so I, uh, you know, like, I just – it's really cool. I've made a lot of friends. I've got friends in, like, different countries now. And, uh, you know, it's just really neat, like, getting become, like – really awesome friends with these gamers who are interested in the same thing as you and yeah you know and it's just really nice knowing that like with your stream like it can really like make someone's day you know and i think that's the cool thing to remember is like you may only have five people watching you or maybe just one person but that's one person that is tuning into you and you know like they're interested in you so never get discouraged about numbers it's super easy but you just know that everyone's got to start somewhere so, you know. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. And I know that it's kind of two different arenas between, like, podcasting and streaming. Um, but, like, True Combo, I do this because it's fun. And mm-hmm. um, the same thing with our other podcast, Versus Extreme. And with all the, like, with our podcast on the network, Versus Extreme is definitely, you know, the most popular out of them. Um, but True Combo is something that, like, it's one of my favorite passions is video games. And so just being able to, like, sit down with some like people in the community or just my friends and being able to talk about things that we're excited for. Um, that's like what does it for me. And if, and if true combo takes off, then it takes off and that'd be great. But if not, then I'm still going to be having fun doing it. Right. Exactly. And I think that that's like an important part of content creation is like being able to like kind of put everything else on the back burner and just not worry about it. Focus on what you're good at and what you like doing and the rest will come naturally. Exactly, exactly. And that's, if you find yourself, like, getting, like, burned out, just, like, step back and just, right, yeah. yeah, like, you know, like, I've had to do that before. Um, you know, like, I would stay up till 4 a.m. streaming, like, multiple times, you know, in a mm-hmm. week. I don't recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, after that, I'd be like, oh, gosh, like, I, I just need to step back. Uh, I did a 12-hour stream when World War Z came out. and uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I was about, like, dead after that. I was just like, help, SOS. Like, I don't know how people do 24-hour <laughs> streams. Um, yeah. But, you know, after that, I was like, yo, I got to take, like, the next day off. Like, I'm bird. Yeah. I'm just tired. So, you know, like, whenever you're doing that, like, it is important to be consistent, but also take care of yourself. Like, Right. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't imagine doing a 24-hour stream or even a 12-hour stream because whenever I sit down to play a game, I – play for like maybe four hours tops and like 
I don't know. I guess, like, I can understand, like, there'd be, like, a rush of, like, adrenaline or just, like, you know, it feels good to, like, stream and, like, have, like, people in and out and stuff like that. But, like, I just... My butt gets sore from sitting. Oh, I gotta stand amen. up. <laughs> amen, dude. Like I, yeah, that's like towards the end of the twelve-hour stream. Like I was in full-on like loopy phase. I was like, right, just giggling for no reason. And like I'm also one of those people. Like I have to. This is really bad. I'm like Snorlax. Okay, like if Snorlax was a person, <laughs> I am Snorlax. I like have to have like a ton of sleep. If not, like it's just bad news bears, and so right. at the end of that stream, I was like, "I need to go sleep. I'm so tired." But <laughs> like, dude, twenty. I mean, like, I know people who do more than twenty four hour streams, and I'm just like, "Yo, that's not healthy." Like, yeah. yeah, I can't imagine, man. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, props, props to those of you who can pull yeah, it off. Yeah, for you know, real, man. Like a, a healthy balance, but. Whew. I know, dude. I tell you what, like, I am mega impressed. I definitely, I have not unlocked that skill set yet. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I've got mad respect for people who can do that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I kind of just want to s- switch gears real quick. Okay. Um, as everybody who knows more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast, E3 just happened. Woo! Uh, and boy, howdy, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, Shaggy, what are you most interested in? Well, I just got to say, uh, Keanu is, woo! I'm so oh, excited yeah. about him being in Cyberpunk. I have. Right? Who would have guessed that? I know, right? I mean, like, everybody was like, okay, man, we're feeling pretty good about E3. I think our presentation is going to be good. And then, boom, out walks Keanu, and everybody's like, oh, crap, there goes our presentation. But, like, <laughs> he is definitely my old man crush. Like, I feel you. He's pretty hot. Yeah, he, he hasn't aged, like, at all. No, he's really. He's really good. Yeah, looking. he's a really handsome dude. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I was talking to someone, uh, just about like how Keanu got like signed on for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and it's just like it's, it's strange, but like validating in some weird way how they've gotten like these like big name movie stars like Norman Reedus and uh, Keanu Reeves to like, be attached to these like flagship games, mm-hmm. and it's like like I said, it's weird because it's like this isn't that same kind of medium. But at the same time, it's validating because it's like, oh, wow, now, like, all of these, like, big-name, like, producers and creators are, like, attaching themselves to these projects. And so, like, it makes it seem more... Important, maybe? Or, like, a bigger deal, you know? Like... Right, yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, like, it makes it more accessible to people who usually wouldn't be a part of that. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, I totally get you. That's... I, um... <clears throat> whenever... Because I have confession. Uh, I was not watching E3 because I was so just into like playing shadow tomb raider but whenever i found <laughs> out that like keanu was in cyberpunk i was like take my money right now like i don't <laughs> care how much i have to spend but i'm i'm pumped about that because dude like rp like you know just rpgs are like my jam mm-hmm. oh, and you. like you know like i mean don't get me wrong like battle royale like it definitely is awesome you know because it like it really gets a lot of people involved and but right. like it's never really been my cup of tea and so RPGs though, ooh, yeah, man. I'm right there with you. And I, CD Projekt Red, I, I wasn't able to play like any of their games until like within the past like year, two years. Um, I finally got into Witcher Three. Oh, and, dude. Like, yeah, dude. I was sleeping on that game. <laughs> I have to confess, like I was definitely sleeping on it. Oh uh, man. I, 
man, I dumped so much of my time into that game. And after mm-hmm. I got done playing it, I was like, okay, I'm ready for Cyberpunk. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I still haven't even like finished all of Witcher because there's so much content and like there's I, so much, dude. You can you can literally spend like oh easily over a thousand hours in that game. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, that's like I'm so pumped about Cyberpunk. Just you know, it just looks cool. And then I uh, I've never really played Watch Dogs, but dude, like the new Watch Dogs takes place in London. It looks really cool. Like it just looks like so futuristic too. Yeah, I'll I'll admit I'm um Watch Dogs was one of those games that kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth, really? but the, but Watch Dogs 3 looks like I might try it again. Like it it yeah. kind of hooked me back in a little bit. So I might I might be on board for that. I just had I had to see a little bit more for it. Yeah, I actually never played Watch Dogs. So I like because I love Europe and then just like the whole right. futuristic vibe. I was like, oh yeah, th- th- yeah, this looks kind of cool, you know. But yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I would be a lot more pumped about like the Doom stuff, but like I I don't think I really want to play it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's you're you're fair or you're valid. I um, I I was kind of in the same boat as you. I I didn't get to like watch a lot of like E3 live, mm-hmm. but um. I'll say, like, the the main reason for that was, like, there wasn't a lot of stuff that I was really looking forward to that, like, right. I, that like I, I don't know. There wasn't any, like, big predictions that I was like, oh, these guys are going to bring this, so I have to watch it. Yeah. Um, the, the only exception to that rule was Nintendo. I watched Nintendo's Direct Live, <laughs> and they blew it out of the water. Yeah, that's, like, I really wish I had a Switch or, like, whatever. Because, like, Nintendo is just, like coming back man like it's like what up we're nintendo and i I, like would love to get one maybe like maybe like within this next year i can like get one yeah i've had a lot of people like um like whenever we talk about video games just like casually they'll talk about like man like i haven't played in so long like i kind of want to get back into it but i don't know what console to buy and i always recommend to buy switch because Mm -hmm. like it has such an amazing library already and for the price point um it's just amazing like I, I think some of my best games that have come out recently have been on Switch. Um, like Super Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, obviously. Um, the new Pokemon Sword and Shield are coming out on that. Mm. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's just like, oh, it has man. something for everyone. So Yeah, and that's and it's great for road trips, too. Like Oh, for sure, yeah. I wish I would have had that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was talking the other day about it, and I was like, yeah, I think that then it, I think that the Switch is probably the best console that they came out with since the GameCube. And honestly, to me right now, it's like kind of tied with GameCube as far as like the quality of the games mm. that they're putting on it. Yeah, I think like if they release Animal Crossing on it, then like I'm definitely going to have to get it. I don't know oh, why. Yeah, I'm always so drawn into like Animal Crossing because I played it so much as a kid. Yeah. But Animal Crossing's coming out next year for Switch. Oh, dude. Yeah, see? I'm going to have to get it. I'm going to have to get it. Yeah, there you go, it. dude. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Nintendo's Nintendo's presentation was just so amazing. Like they they brought pretty much everything they could have. They yeah. talked about uh, Sword and Shield. They talked about uh, Animal Crossing. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 oh, got announced, or the sequel to it. Um, there was just so much stuff that they just like, oh, uh, Smash Brothers DLC. They talked about adding the hero <laughs> from Dragon Quest, and then they pulled a fast one on us with announcing Banjo-Kazooie. I lost my mind. <laughs> I was literally screaming at my computer because I love Banjo so much. I bet, I bet and, Nintendo was like, ah, oh, yes, we can hear the money rolling our way now. <laughs> yes! And, like, I I was talking about who was going to be DLC fighters or who's in the base roster, and 
I was like, okay, so if Banjo Kazooie's not in the base roster, he's definitely going to be DLC. And so many people were like, no, you're an idiot because like <laughs> Rare owns Microsoft, and I was like, well, or Microsoft owns Rare, and I was like, well, yeah, but like Phil Spencer has said multiple times that like he would love for Banjo to be in Smash, and they were just like, I don't know, man, it's not happening. <laughs> I literally made a tweet after that happened, and I was like, I'm a genius. I called it. <laughs> Dude, I, okay, Bethesda, all right, so. Yeah, lay it on me, I want to hear what I, you, I want to hear what you think Okay, because, like, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm a pretty big Bethesda fan, all right? right? Like, I always like to consider myself a Bethesda babe, and I'm not going to lie, they've let me down a lot recently. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I do play Fallout 76, is it my favorite? Right. Nah, but, like, it is pretty fun, like, playing it with, like, your friends. True. I... I'm just so happy that they are finally adding NPCs in that dang game. Like, <laughs> I'm like, finally, you know, because, like, you play it, and it, it just feels so empty without NPCs, you know? Right. It just, like, you never really realize how much, like, it just brings to, like, you know, the table until it's not yeah. there. And uh, I was really hoping for Elder Scrolls Six. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm just like, please, yeah. Bethesda, that is your saving grace. Like, please. Yeah, for sure. So. I, that's that's kind of where I'm at with Bethesda right now. I, like, I really like their games. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but after, like, 76, <laughs> uh, I think that <laughs> they've kind of, like, found themselves in, like, a hot water with yeah. a lot of their community. And so, like, a lot of their fans, myself included, are just kind of holding out for Elder Scrolls Six and just like, okay yeah so what else you got oh and after like elder scroll blades and the infamous like y'all don't have smartphones <laughs> like oof <laughs> oh man i know that's just like i don't know like i like i said like i used to play elder scrolls online a lot and uh right. it's really fun i put a lot of time into it and i've met a lot of people but i think i also found myself getting a little bit burned out on it uh, because yeah. i played it so much like uh you know i, I never played wow growing up but yeah yes that was like my first mmo and um I don't know. I, I think, like, because, like, I'll be moving to Korea here in, like, a few months, and I won't be taking my computer with me, so I'm kind of, like, moving over to my PlayStation, and yeah. I think with that transition, I'm just kind of hoping for more, like, RPGs or whatever, and right. I'm just like, please, like, I just want a good RPG, like... <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel you. I've, like, after, after Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I beat that in, like, a week, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Man, I I need some more RPGs in my life because like mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts is always gonna be my favorite RPG, um, and I just a lot of the time after I get done playing it, I'm like, man, I need to find something else that'll like fill the satisfy void. that, yeah, yeah, fill that void for me, and like I just I can't find something that's like as fun and like equally fun as like a hack and slash than like Kingdom Hearts. Right. Um, there's a lot of like Square Enix games that'll that'll do that for me. Um, most notably, Near Automata uh, or Autom Near Automata. I always mess up saying that. <laughs> oh, dude, I've heard about that game, but I've never played it. Oh, it's so good. Platinum, like, honestly, Platinum Games is, like, one of my, like, favorite developers. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like, Bayonetta was so good. Uh, Near Automata is so good. And, like, they made that one. I always forget which one it is. It's a Metal Gear Solid game. Um, but, like, the the fighting mechanics in it is really good. They, they just, like, mastered, like, that kind of, like, tactile field of hack and slash games. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, they're like, anytime that Platinum Games has their name on something, I'm like, okay, checking it out. Instant pickup. Yeah, that's like, I'm always down to try new games. But Marcus, I have to ask you. What's up? What is your opinion on, like, scary games? Like, 
I can do thrillers sometimes, but can you sure. can you do scary games like? Um, it really depends. <laughs> uh, I'm a big weenie. Yeah, and me so, and you like, both. Yeah. Okay. So Winnie Hunt Jr., where you at? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can. I can. Uh, if I'm playing with like a group of friends, yeah. but like if it's just me at my computer, I'm I'll get like ten minutes in and I'm just like, yeah. uh, I'll come back to this <laughs> later. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh. Did you see the trailer for Blair Witch? No. Oh, dude. Like, so you know, like Blair Witch, like classic right. horror movie. Um, but the trailer. I'm not gonna lie, it makes me look like I'd like piss myself if I played it. Like, <laughs> like I already drink like a lot of coffee and then like when I'm playing video games, I have to be careful because like, dude, if I play horror games, like I think I'm gonna get a heart attack, you know? So Yeah, I feel you. That's I I was wondering if you were gonna play that, because uh that's gonna be a definite no from me, dog, but <laughs> I see like I'm always intrigued with horror games and like I, I wanna see like where they go. But that's more from like an industry standpoint than like a consumer one because <laughs> like i the only horror game that i've like played to completion and enjoyed uh like every bit of it was soma and that's just because the story <gasps> is really really good oh dude i tried playing that game it scared me so bad it's, yeah it's really scary but like the way that i got done playing it was like i played it with a group of friends and we played it on ps4 and um what we did was like we would take turns with the controller and the rule was you had to make progress or pass. And mm. so what that meant was, like, if you got to a corridor and you know something spooky was going to happen, you couldn't <laughs> just sit there and wait. You had to go or you had to pass the controller. And so uh, that's what we did. And we also, like, passed whenever, like, we would die or whatever. And so, like, that's how we kind of, like, drove ourselves to get through the game because that game is really, 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 really scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got stuck in, like, um like on the stairs or whatever because like a monster pretty much like cornered me there and so I was just like crouching there like trying to hide you know trying not to piss myself because <laughs> yeah. I was just like oh my gosh this is so scary but um yeah I oh man I, I could not finish that game uh what do you think about Death Stranding though like, Death like, Stranding okay here's the thing about Death Stranding for me I'm interested in it yes but like you both there's a and like there's a lot of hype around it and i understand because it's from kojima and kojima's you know beautiful mind um but i i i don't know how people can be super duper excited about a game that we know like nothing about right <laughs> like I, I i i'm interested to see what it is don't get me wrong I, i'm not trying to like shit on a game that hasn't even come out come out yet or anything like that because like i think that it's gonna be good but I just need to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to be one of those where I watch, like, the Rad Brad play it on YouTube. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's, like, if it's going to be, like, kind of spoopy, then, like, I'm probably going to, like, peace on out on that kind of that kind of stuff. But, sure. yeah, I, uh, thankfully, like, Rad Brad, bless his heart. Like, he's so cool. And he always plays the scary games. So, like... You know, <laughs> there you go. So that way you don't. Yeah, have to. <laughs> be me. I'm laying in bed. I'm just like, oh, I'm so scared. But like, it's yeah. not me playing. So like, yeah, yeah, that's always the best, man. I tell you what. I feel you, dude. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other E3 stuff that we haven't gone over. Dude, isn't there a game that's coming out? It was like, um, guy who made Game of Thrones, and then someone else. Like, are they like collabing on a game? I don't know. Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I think I watched like an E3 highlight thing, and oh, okay. But like, I honestly can't remember the name of any of it. I don't know. E3 oh. kind of. Oh, go ahead. Um, 
Project Scarlet, the new Xbox that's coming out. Uh, yeah, I've actually never really played Xbox. Yeah, I'm not like a I'm not like a big Xbox guy either. Um, especially since like I have a PC and now like Xbox, you know, pretty much shares all the properties between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, like I I think it's interesting just because like that kind of like fledges the next generation of consoles. Right, right. I know um, that's. So. I don't know. That's like I. I just like grew up on PlayStation, you know, like I remember being a kid oh, yeah, sure. playing like, you know, Tomb Raider and Spyro and like classic, you know, just pandemonium. Uh, and so like, I, I don't know, man, like part of me really wants to try out Xbox, you know, cause I'm bummed out. I miss like all of Halo, you know? And so, right, yeah, same. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I really want to play Halo because everybody like is like, oh, Halo, it's so good. And I'm like, oh, I, right. I, I don't know. Like, I never got to play it. And so, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm always down to, like, try out new gaming stuff. Like, I, I'll be honest, sure. like, I still, I, like, still haven't done VR, which, like, really sucks. So, I want to try it, you know? I, okay, here's a, here's a funny story. Oh, yes. Um, so, I haven't got to have a true VR experience, um... However, uh, one year, my freshman year of college, um, AT&T came to our school and set up this, like, distracted, like, texting while driving thing. And oh, no. so th- we, they gave us Google, uh, Google Cardboard to use. And so, like, uh, the simulation was pretty real. Um, and it ends with, like, you getting into a car accident from, like, answering a text or whatever. Uh, but after, afterwards, they let you keep the Google Cardboard. And, like, for anybody who doesn't know, like, Google Cardboard is essentially, like, a like one of those, like, cheap plastic, like, phone holders for VR that you can get now. But, like, Google did it first. And so um, I I used mine a lot just to, like, you know, see what was on YouTube that was VR because, like, I haven't got to experience that before. And uh, after that, I started, like, browsing Reddit and stuff to see, like, what else that was cool that you could do with it. Um, and there's this app that you can get on your phone and a program for your PC uh, I forget the names of them now, but I'm sure that you could find it just from like a Google search. It's essentially a screen share uh, for your PC to your phone. And so you can plug your phone into your PC and then put it into Google Cardboard. And um, you have like makeshift VR glasses that are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so me and my friends at that time, we were like, oh, this is like, interesting let's see how far we can push this and so what we did was uh we made a homemade oculus rift knockoff that we (laughs) called the oculus shit and how it worked was um we took the google cardboard had a phone into it plugged it into the pc loaded up a game then we put on like a headset uh and google cardboard doesn't have like any kind of headband to like wrap around your head you have to hold it with your hands and so and and so like so we could free up our hands to use the keyboard and mouse we just took a big beanie and wrapped it around like our entire face and head (laughs) and uh i played i played fallout 4 like that for maybe 15 minutes then got motion sickness (laughs) i uh i'm impressed man you know you you gotta work with what you got that's uh exactly i still want to try vr uh but I think Black Mirror, like, with this new season, uh, I don't know if you saw the first episode. It kind of, like, uh, huh? Uh, okay, so, like, I know what you're referring to, <laughs> but I've seen maybe three episodes of Black Mirror because that show gives me so much anxiety. It gives me so much anxiety. And after that episode, like, I'm sure people have seen the memes. I'm just like, yeah, yep, I, it didn't take long for someone to make VR really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I know that's I uh, I would love to do like uh, I don't know just like Skyrim obviously in VR or whatever oh, yeah, but um even like I mean like I never really got into Doom but I felt like Doom in VR would be cool just because Doom is yeah. like so insane um but I don't know man like VR just seems so legit one game that like I would it's really like the only game that I would that I really 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 want to try in VR is super hot have you played super hot no okay do you know what super hot is no okay check this out this no it's fine this game's wild so uh it's kind of like it's a minimalist shoot 'em up uh but the concept for it is like the gimmick is time doesn't move unless you move oh and so like it makes you feel like you're in the matrix oh heck yeah yeah, so, like, you can, like, punch someone, his gun goes flying, you grab it out of the air, and then you're shooting, like, five guys, and then, like, all of a sudden you're surrounded by bullets, and you're like, oh, God, what do I do? <laughs> and so, like, you just, like, stop and think of a way to get out of it, and then, like, you have to, like, slow motion dodge out of the way for stuff, uh, and, like, playing that game in VR would be insane. I That's, like, the only game that I, w- that I would consider dropping, like, $500 on VR headset for. Yeah, dude, that sounds so legit. I yeah. uh, I'm just waiting for, like vr to reach the point of where it's like you know ready player one like i never really saw that movie because i got 10 minutes in and i was like "Eh." yeah but uh i mean hey the concept of it is pretty neato not gonna lie yeah that's kind of that's kind of where i am with vr2 where it's like it's not it's at a place now where it's like a little too expensive for me to get in on it for like what it is right now Mm um so like I don't know if they if they made it cheaper or like if it became more standard and it became more cheap or if they upped it to where it's like this like super immersive experience where like you can't tell the difference between reality and video game. Right. <laughs> and like, you know, I know, that'd be something yeah. else. But I know that's like I I want to do a VR chat or whatever so bad oh, just yeah, because like really you know it's just like that's where like a lot of memes were born and then like yeah. <laughs> I mean you know you got you know I'm sure there'd be people who are like. <gasps> a girl are you a girl but still like you know it's just like <laughs> it's just like a bunch of just trolling you know right yeah but i don't know that just seems like so legit but yeah I, i'm with you there like on vr they, they i just it's like still so expensive yeah i that's just the way it is and like right now like i said it just kind of feels like more of a expensive gimmick than mm-hmm. anything else and i mean like i would love to play super hot in it but other than that i can't really think of any game that i'm like oh that looks like a life changer <laughs> right exactly exactly yeah. um i think that's about it for like all of my mentions for e3 i think it was a good conference this year um i will say though i think it's kind of hard to top last year's for me personally yeah i i, um, just, I don't know man i there's not anything i'm just like so excited about i mean except cyberpunk right but i mean other than that i'm just like yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i think i think overall this year was a little bit of a lull uh not bad though uh right, it was right. a good conference yeah overall for sure. good conference yeah, indeed. um i think that's about it for today's episode uh liana thank you so much for joining me is there anything that you want to plug go ahead and uh, yeah do it. what's your what's your stream give it give, oh. <laughs> give, the, give the folks your information man <laughs> Well, it's just it's just little shaggy, but I just want to say, Marcus, thanks so much for like, having me on your show, dude. You're like so cool. Thank uh, you. For those of you who don't know Marcus, I've known him for a while, and he is just like <laughs> such a cool dude, such no, a great you. friend. And Marcus, you're like, I'm like really proud of you, man. Like, you're making okay, some wait, pause, cool pause, stuff. Okay, wait, pause, 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 pause. Thank you. I really appreciate what you're doing. But this is this is the time at the end of the podcast where you're supposed to talk <laughs> no, about yourself. No, so- I I just. 
No, man. Like, I, I got to give you some cred, though. <laughs> I appreciate it. Everybody go to twitch.tv slash Lashaggy, <laughs> L-A-S-H-A-G-G-Y. Um, Thanks, man. She makes man. really good content. You'll really like it. Dude, I wish I could give you a high five right now. I'm sending you one. Hopefully you'll get it. I just got it. Okay. Thanks, dude. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for coming on. um, And I'll talk to you later, dude. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Joining me next episode will be the talented and lovely Rachel Fricks, and we'll be discussing Animal Crossing in all of its forms and fashions. If you like this episode, please tell a friend. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and on Twitter at TrueCombocast. True Combo is produced by Dryer Sock Productions. Check out our other shows, Versus Extreme and Story Sodic, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to give a special thanks to Jess Adams for designing the brand new and improved cover art for True Combo and to MK Ultra for allowing us the use of our theme song, Tears in the Rain. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Thank you for listening. See you later, skater. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.